Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast Bubba Today. We're going to unpack, um, you know, solutions. I, I, I get tired on the big show of talking about problems if we're not willing to try to talk about solutions. And you have said it many times, and I totally agree with it. When we start looking like, say, you and I come on the big show, and here's the latest uh, slaughter of innocent people, and there's some evil person at the root of it, and everybody says, hi. Well, you know, then they start talking about guns, and then they start talking about this, and we're talking about that and and you and I have said on the air many times if we really want to address why these evil people exist in our society then we must be willing to have a comprehensive look at what are we doing as a society that perpetuates these kinds of people and comprehensive means everything everything it's not just looking at guns it's not just looking at this or that but it's all the factors and, Rick, we've said time and time again, we've got to look at what's happening online. That's yep. part of the picture. Absolutely. So our guest today is Drayton Cosby, uh, president of uh, in, uh, Intelligent Media and Design. And, and Drayton sent me an email and started talking about what they were doing. And I just thought it was an incredible uh, story, which we'll get into first. Um, and, and so Bubba has just talked about this, Drayton. And I know that you felt the same way. Uh, there's there's access to so many horrible things now. And it's pretty common sense to think if there's junk going in, uh, th- then there, there could be junk that comes back out. And instead of just pointing to that truth, you felt called to do something about it. Yes, I did. And Rick and Bubba, I just wanted to thank you for the opportunity. Um, just appreciate what you guys are doing, Our not pleasure. only for your work, but the kingdom. And that's that's why we're here today. Um, the gaming industry uh, is very large. Uh, there are a there are many people interested in games, especially younger generations. And so, we wanted to try to bring a, um, a, a a game that not only shared God's word, but was able to bring people the wisdom that they need to, to get through this world. I mean, there's obviously a lot of distractions and challenges that we all face. But especially younger generations that are um, consistently ha- um, dealing with uh, issues that many of us didn't face when we were growing up. Yeah, it's really in the entertainment, you know, genre. I remember Bubba, you and I even talked about this. You know, I remember being young, and you and I wanted to go to the latest concert or see oh, yeah. the latest band, and mm-hmm. and and you know, our parents would rightfully point out, or somebody, well, man, these songs are some of them are nasty, some of them. Uh, you know, have an evil deal to it. And, and I remember thinking, I'm willing to go see a better concert if there is one that maybe has <laughs> things that, are, that, that are, are good and things that I can benefit from. And so the, the Christian music industry 
begin to come up with artists. I remember DC Talk and <clears throat> and and Toby well, Mac. Yeah. Before then, though, Rick, we basically had two choices. Well, yeah, truth, before that, Truth or Striper. Right, and and and, and then I thought, yeah, I remember. I remember when I tried to make myself go see Petra. Uh, what, right, you Petra, Petra. I do. I do. And, and, and I thought to myself, but this isn't, you know, this still isn't something that. I'm doing this out of guilt. I'm not really doing it because I think it's as good. And but you now that's changed. Now a lot of these artists they have the same type of stage, they have same type of production, and as long as they don't compromise theology, you know they they're saying, well, look, we can do this better than the world does it. And oh, by the way, it may actually do something good for you while you are being entertained. So, so when it comes to gaming, you kind of felt like, well, we can tell them all day long that these games are not good for them. We can tell them all day long that it's dehumanizing people. Uh, it's 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 giving them a, a fake view of the the true tragedy of murder and death and violence and sexuality and, and and all of this. So we can tell them that. But if they still like to play video games and there aren't any other video games, what are they going to yeah, do? Hard sell. Yeah, it's a it's a very hard sell, and you just have to look at the to the heart, right? Um, and you have to look at the heart of the gamer. Um, People are interested in games for various reasons, and especially as a young person, you don't really have a lot of control. Yeah. Um, you don't have a lot of control in your decision-making process, and you know, obviously parents make a lot of decisions for us, right? So gaming gives them that. They actually can make choices in games. Um, they can decide who they want to be. And a lot of uh, younger people, and I, I can recall even myself being a younger person, would, would, would gravitate towards games because you look at our society, we're on a grading system. Right. Um, a, B, C, D, E, I'm sorry, A, B, C, D, F mm-hmm. um, in schools. We're graded um, on our sports, how good we are. We're graded on our looks. So gaming provides a safer space for those that don't feel like they're qualified to have a good grade. And, and it's a massive, massive industry that is growing very, very rapidly. And so that just speaks to, though, I, I say this because we are looking at total overall comprehensive review. You know, I'm not saying that all of those things have to change, but we have to look at that as to why they're going there. So what God's trying to tell them is, hey, you know, I care more about your heart. You know, he says it in First Samuel 16 and 7. I'm not interested in appearance and height. I'm looking at your heart. So if we can tell them that message while they're in gaming, then maybe, you know, we can help change their view of themselves. And that's what the Bible does with the wisdom. You know, it it is odd. I'm not a big reader because I have a lot of electronic stimulation. What am I trying to say? Uh, Stimulation. Um, And, you know, reading's been around a long time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It, It started right after writing. And, uh, but it is, we're just bombarded with so many things. Even if you are, are pretty well founded and grounded in, in your belief, it's easy to get caught up in a wave of electronics. Um, and I have to, I have to fight against it too. I mean, I have to really check myself and even when I'm using it, what I feel like in a proper way, um, it's just, boy, it can be massive the amount of time we spend looking at a TV, looking at our phone, listening even to the radio or a podcast. I mean, it's just massive. Yeah, and I, and I would agree with that. And I think a majority of the population doesn't don't really know how they learn. Like, 
we we learn different ways. Um, we've always been taught by reading. I mean, that's the way we've grown up. But studies would show that multi-sensory learning for many people actually helps retain and retention and literacy better. So I know I have personally, we have a dyslexic son. Dyslexia runs in my family. So, you know, I think for what some people think as many as 15 and 20 percent of the population are going to be a little bit discouraged to even open that up because they're going to struggle with it. So we wanted to create a place, too, that was multisensory. You look at sight, you look at sound. They've got uh, neurons firing in their fingers from the controller, and we call immersion. So instead of reading the story about David, which I know we're going to talk about here in a little bit, the player gets to actually play David, be David, Mm -hmm. experience his decisions, and then learn God's Word through that, through the various dialogue, through the uh, various challenges and gameplay that we provide. You, you know, I've told Rick, too, and I, like you said, everybody's different. Yep. I, I don't comprehend as well reading, and I never has, as I do hearing something. I'd much rather listen to a speaker than I had read what they said. Yep. And you you got to find out, because everybody's a little different, I guess. Yes, sir. And, I, and I'll give you an example. Um, before we launched this, our first episode um, in our franchise game, The Anointed, we, we had a... Um, a uh, a game test. We had about eighty people come uh, over to the Eplex Birmingham on the other side of town, and we got a chance to to really understand the players a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some surveys, and it was very, it was very interesting. About a third of our surveys told us that people preferred reading. A third told us that people pre- preferred gaming, and then a third told us that people prefer movies. So the interesting thing about gaming is you actually can read, watch movies, and play games all at it's once. It's all rolled into it's the all same rolled thing, in yeah. at once. So everybody, so and some physical feedback to it, I guess. Right. So if we were to put up a text in a dialogue, then you could, and we had a voiceover to that, you could hear and mm-hmm. watch the mouth move and, and the voiceover, the dialogue, right. but somebody else could could read it uh, in a box. So it's really a comprehensive way for learning, and that's our goal. We want to um, not only engage. Um, people into the Bible, uh, but we want to help them retain it and learn it better so they can recall it. And, you know, another interesting topic, um, 25 out of the 25 surveys that we had played the game. Every one of them was interested in going back and reading, reading, Mm -hmm. reading David saves Keela after they played it. And only two knew the story. So we've just learned a great amount from the audience there. And, you know, 24 out of 25, I think one wasn't you know, we had some that weren't gamers that played, and I know one wasn't interested. So we had 24 out of 25, you know, that, that wanted to play more Bible video games. Mm-hmm. So really great, really great now, info. Can I ask you a question here? You mentioned a term I'm not familiar with, and maybe a lot of our uh, people watching and viewing this are not. Eplex, what was that? What is that? Yeah, so there's a, uh, a gaming center uh, in Irondale, and it's been open for the last several years. It opened right before COVID hit, and so they've, they've just now really started to get geared back up. But it's got a sta- it's got a 500-seat um, uh, facility, of, excuse me, 500-person facility that has 40 uh, wow. PCs. It has, um, <laughs> it has consoles, virtual reality. And so what they do is kind of like a, um, you know, if you're familiar with like a jump zone or defy, you know, jump center that charges for an hourly rate, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll charge for people to come in and they can play games. So, um, can yeah, you watch people play games or you, is it just for hands on? You can watch people play games too. In the center, they've got, um, as a matter of fact, there's a picture up right there in the center. They've got a station wow. where you can watch people <laughs> play. And so that's, that's what we did at the Eplex. We actually had the parents, uh, we had some churches, 
uh, involved with that as well. And so we were actually they're watching their son or daughter play the Bible um, on their on their screen. Above. Man, that's impressive. So we're yeah. talking to Drayton Cosby, president of Intelligent Media and Design, and and we're going to jump into more specifics about this first project. Uh, that they have out now and are continuing to push. When Rick and Bubba University, the podcast continues. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so another reality um, of of life is death. Uh, and uh, so if, if, if you're thinking to yourself, I don't really want to talk about that, well, one thing that could bring life, you know, to, to those that uh, may be without you when, if you go before them uh, is the fact that they're not going to be stressing over how they're going to pay the bills, uh, that somebody's going to come get the house because you have done your job to provide life insurance for them. Well, Bubba, as we know, life insurance and the pursuit of life insurance can be very complicated. It can. Uh, it can and, right. But Ladder has said, why don't we simplify this and why don't we give you the way to accomplish what you're really trying to accomplish, all of us, if we were honest, if I die before my spouse, if I die before my children, uh, are they going to be paid a certain amount? Is, is that going to be provided to them? You know, Ladder says, yeah. And we got different, you know, according to how much you're after. And if it's $3 million in coverage or less, uh, all you got to do is answer a few questions about your health in an application. Ladder is, and we just talked about this, 100% digital. There's no doctors, no needles, no paperwork. Uh, and uh, uh, the, the customers that have already gone through the process uh, rate Ladder 4.8 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot. They made Forbes Best Life Insurance 2021 list, and it just takes a few minutes. All you need is a phone or a laptop to apply, and their smart algorithms will work in real time. And, and they'll let you know whether you are instantly approved. You won't see any hidden fees in there. Uh, you can cancel it if you want to. You can get a full refund if you change your mind in the first 30 days. So finally, a life insurance uh, made simple, but the older you get, trust Rick and Bubba on this, the more it's going to cost you. Yes, it does. So now's the time to cross that off the list. Go to ladderlife.com slash Rick Bubba. Just put our names together uh, and see if you're instantly approved. And there you go. It's that simple. Uh, that's L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash Rick Bubba. Ladderlife.com slash Rick Bubba. So uh, it is Drayton Cosby, our guest on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. And uh, he's the president of Intelligent Media and Design. Now, First of all, tell us a little bit, and we'll get in to what we were continuing to talk about. Tell us about your team. How did this happen? Yes, Rick. Thank you. It's it's been a long story and a journey to get here, and um, I'm going to try to sum it up the best I can because I probably could sit here for two hours and talk about it. But um, I'd say about eight years ago, uh, I really was trying to discover what my purpose was. You know, I'd, I'd accepted Christ. I, you know, I hadn't been fully engaged um, in to what, you know, he had for me. You know, even with my job, I never really asked him, you know, what he wanted me to do. But um, I was going through this period of time where I was really looking to seek to discover what my purpose is, what he had for me. And I know coming from the marketplace and business, you probably, you guys probably get this. Like sometimes you just need to hear something clearly. And, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I'm like I said, I'm not probably the, the, the fastest learner, but a, a pastor and a friend um, hit me with something that I needed to hear. And he asked me about my work, which, you know, 
you know, what we did, I felt comfortable with. I could sleep down, put my head down at night. But he, he said something to me that stuck with me, and he said, well, Drayton, if it's not in Jesus' name, what's the point? And it really just hit me like a ton of bricks. I felt like a blinder had just come mm-hmm. off, right. coming, yeah. just came off my face. And right. um, so I really started to seek and pray and um, spent several weeks really. And now I'm searching. I hadn't really, you know, really looked. So now my eyes are open and I'm looking. And my daughter, uh, she was, I would say about, she's 17 now, but she was about nine at the time. And she was playing a, um, a, a simulation of a sheep uh, on her iPad, just going through a farm. And <laughs> I saw a different game. I saw a different game. I saw an angel going through different parts of the Bible. I mean, some people listening to this may think this is weird. <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> but... Um, I saw something different, and um, I saw Jericho, I saw Jerusalem, I saw this angel going. This was before the Bible app for kids came out. I mean, I, I had a different picture, and I just couldn't get it out of my head. I mean, it just penetrated my spirit, and I felt overwhelmed by it. I had no idea what to do with it. I'm in government affairs, and I'm in a, a startup investor. Uh, what do you do with this? Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, several weeks go by. I actually prayed, Lord, if this is something you don't want me to pursue, take it away. And it just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And over time, I just focused on training, um, learning about the industry, um, seeking opportunities to where I could could grow operations, um, financial, just continue to move. And so we opened the office in, in, in April and um, Intelligent Media and Designs located at the Innovation Depot here. Birmingham is not known for its game development either. So I had traveled around, went to Huntsville, uh, different parts of the uh, southeast, and talked with people. And God just opened a tremendous door. Um, after um, 2019, I, need, I knew I needed a game design document. It was something that he was just telling me I needed to have and, and came across through a friend, a company in Tuscaloosa. Um, they're not... Um, uh, currently active, but they helped me get this design together for our first game. And so I had this in place. God opens up a nor- another door through friends, and, I've, and I meet Carlo Romano, who's a gaming veteran industry, um, a gaming industry veteran here in town. He'd been out of it for a while, but uh, he and I started talking. He wasn't really sure where he was going to go with this project, but ultimately, you know, um, uh, the spirit weighs heavy on him. He quits his job, uh, gets paid a very much smaller percentage for what he was being paid and um, brought Matt Clark in, who was a former CTO um, for a development company here. So we've got a team that, I mean, in Birmingham, I think it's the only team that probably could execute something like this. So God has just, he has just stepped in. He's guided our ship and opened up every door. Can't do anything like this without like-minded people on the team. So um, that has gotten us a start and we've got about six uh, on contract now uh, and game development. So we're considered what, you know, is an independent game development team. Um, there, there are certain titles in game development that follow along baseball. Yeah. Triple A, double A, single A. Um, I'm not really quite sure where I want to call this yet, but I know we're not a triple A, which is a 50 to $300 million game. Right. Um, but we have a great team and they have a heart for serving people and, um, Things that have affected them personally, like teen suicide. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking, you know, yeah. teen suicide right now, guys. It, it's the second leading cause of death for teens right now. Well, I mean, I mean yeah. you think about it. Yeah. I mean, I, we almost joke about some of the things we see on the news every day because yeah. we, we talk about when the, the network news comes on. 
and and I'll tell you who it is. It's ABC, mm-hmm. and the guy hosting it, David Mirror. It's when we come on the air, disaster has struck. We've yeah. got bad weather. We've got this. We've got Trump. We got. I mean, it's always a disaster, and you live in that world. And some of us are a little older. We know the deal. Right. We know how this is played, and we're a little more established. But if you're in that early learning curve of a teenager. The world has to look like it is a scary place right now because you're just getting hit from all angles. Mm. So, like to your point, so what do they do? They go into a fake world. They go, they, they, world. They go into a place like you said where they can they can control how they're perceived because it, it's it's a it's virtual. Mm-hmm. And and when you, the point you were making, I think one of the things that we have done poorly as as a church, as followers of Christ. Anybody who is looking for outstanding stories and incredible adventure, and you and you think the Bible is boring, I mean the Bible is full of some of the great, <laughs> some of the some of the most creative minds could not create mm-hmm. the stories of the Bible, mm. and and you guys felt that that if you were going to try to take this, make this Bible gamification, if that's a word, mm-hmm. and and you're saying look. As we've said, and, and even even the, the men's ministry thing that we designed, I kept saying the problem with men's ministry is y'all are treating men like they're women and children, and, and they don't learn that way. If, if we want them to grow biblically, some of the same concepts, actually, that you're working on, right. it, but not, not games, but, but they want to hear it, Bubba, I'm that same way. They don't like to take notes, so let's provide the notes, and then they can circle stuff and underline stuff. They want to hear a guy say, here's the deal on what we're studying today. They don't want it to be more than about 12 minutes, okay? And then I'll give you 19. Yeah, and and but I think that 12 lands pretty much gets everybody. We, we try to make the videos hit right at 12. 15 has been the longest ones on the first curriculum, but over each curriculum we've shortened them. We're down to about 10 to 12 now. And then we provide the study guide, but it's not a workbook. A man don't want to do a workbook. No, and, and, that sounds yeah, like homework. Right, and it's a study guide, and the guy's not teaching it; he's facilitating it. I'm, I'm kind of the, I'm, I'm, I'm the supervisor on, on the job, and and so we provide what they what they need to study, because we're doing, but you're doing it with a different generation, and and the way they learn. Let's find out how they learn, and instead of them learning the wrong thing. Let's teach them the right thing using the same things that are working that are taking them in the wrong direction. Let's redeem that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've heard you say that a thousand times on just giving up things when we should redeem them. Now, we don't compromise theology. We can never do that right. for the sake of being relatable. Right. But, but if there's a way, and, and you've said it and we've said it, when people say, Rick, how did you finally start growing up spiritually or how can I? I said, what, what things in your life do you already know? really well. And they'll say it. I said, well, how did you learn that? Mm. Well, then then find a way to mm-hmm. learn the scriptures and learn the Bible the same way. And this is exactly what you're doing. Mm. You're saying, we know that this route with these video games is doing damage, and we know why they're drawn to it. We know why it's working. Couldn't we take these same concepts and teach them the Bible? That's right. Let, I don't want to. I don't want to hear. I don't want to read about David. I want to become David. Mm, you know, right. and 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 so that's really what you're doing, right? <laughs> that's exactly. And I know there'll be doing. other things, but this is the first one, right? It's going to be David. That's exactly right. Yeah. 
Yeah, we we um, we've we've taken this opportunity to not only teach scripture, but we've spent a lot of time in study. So we look at archaeology, uh, we look at um, history, and we're able to incorporate that all in. So you know they're learning. Um, you know, not just specific scripture, but they'll get pieces pieces of the Bible just by seeing what an ephod looks like. Um, you know, in in, in priest and 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 the weaponry um, yeah. things things that were brought over from Egypt. You know, that dates back to to Moses. Uh, all of the tools that came there, so they're going to see that. Um, you know, I don't want to get too far into the game, but we've been very intentional. Um, in but this is the same stuff they see in the other adventure games. It is. But, but you're mm-hmm. showing them these things that they need to fight and who these people are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is what these people did. That's what these people did. I assume boy, you're going to get down the road to the Mighty Men. Good night. If you want to have some guys in some video games, bring in the Mighty Men. That's a, that's a multiplayer that we've got our eye on. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> you talk about some guys that did some damage. Mm-hmm. Drake, uh, now mm-hmm. I have a technical question for you. Rick, do we need to go to break before we Let me jump see. into yes, this? Yes, we do. And so, Drake, when we come back, I, I want to ask you about the, the behind the curtains on video games, the co- how you actually code those. Okay. Do you storyboard them yeah. first? Who does the coding? Language you write them in? Just some technical aspects sure. of this that I'm very curious about. Drayton Cosby is our guest. Uh, from uh, He's the president of Intelli- uh, Intelligent Media and Design. We'll continue this conversation when Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, continues. All right, so Bubba, let's talk about, you know, underwear and and men don't talk about it a lot and maybe that is a good thing but well we don't want to waste time right it, Rick, yeah. because there's other things going on and i tell you a good way not to have to waste time and that is solve the problem up front get it done and it's the reason why the folks at tommy john they do not have customers they've got fans fanatics and it's like a lot of things i remember you know i think it was the way they ended the show cheers and they said that one of the they felt like the key to life. I think Cliff finally said was comfortable shoes, and he said everybody who did anything great had comfortable shoes. And and I realized that I did I didn't really think I cared that much about having great underwear until I got great underwear. And and Tommy John when they sent us some said guys try this on you're gonna care about underwear. More. Yeah, you you realize and, what you've been missing. Yeah, and I realized wow this is so much better breathable lightweight fabric four times the stretch of competing brands, and let's face it, the older we get, the more stretch we may need. Um, I like this, and let's just call it no wedgie guarantee. I don't like creepers. Do you? Nobody likes a creeper, Rick. You ever been in church? And That's why rep- they give the name to bad people, creepers. Yeah. By the way, if you're in church and you're in one of the pews or if your church has chairs, if you reach back there to uncreep, the person behind you sees it, <laughs> even if the people in front of you don't. Not a, Even if you're not a plumber. Right. So so why not have underwear that doesn't do that? Uh, and uh, it's the, non, the non-rolling waistband, fantastic legs that never ride up, love it, the horizontal quick uh, draw fly, outstanding. Uh, so it's made the way that God made men. Uh, so if you want to get yours now, and these are great gift ideas right now, uh, go to TommyJohn.com slash Rick Bubba, put our names together, for 20% off the first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Rick Bubba. All right, so Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, here we are with Drayton Cosby. And Bubba, you were going to ask a question. He's talking his company, uh, Intelligent Media and Design, uh, they have a, a concept, of, and they're doing it. I mean, it, it's happening, and we'll, we'll update you on that before we're done. Uh, some video games that actually use the stories from Scripture, uh, the first one, David, and some of the adventures, and there's many, that, that he took on, 
and and the, and we we've established why it needs to be done, why we think it's a great idea. But you had some real nuts and bolts questions. Yeah, well, this this is probably off the center line uh, of the topic today a little bit. But since we had access to you, mm. uh, Cosby, I wanted to ask you put to kind of pull the curtain back, and I'm asking this from. Um, uh, a, a person who used to be a COBOL and Fortran programmer a wow. long time ago. Wow. And I dated myself. I know. I know. I dated myself. You think that uh, you think you're in bad shape? <clears throat> I don't even know what any of this means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Rick. <laughs> so when you develop a video game, and and obviously a lot of them have been developed over the years. Walk us through that process a little bit. Do you do you kind of storyboard how you want it to look, and then you turn it over to the coders? Or who actually is doing like coding for you guys? Is that local people, or do you farm that out to people that you really don't know in other places? How does that work? Yeah, and so uh, great question. First of all, just like in any business, you want to have a plan, right? Um, so we we typically would want to have a design document that lays out a roadmap for the game. Um, that's what we started with. Like a logic flowchart type thing or more of a well, storyboard kind of? Well, it's going to be a comprehensive plan. So um, the it, it, would, it would include a storyboard. Now, for the, the great thing for us is we have the Bible. So a lot of uh, game companies spend a ton of money just creating the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. writing the no, story. Right. So you've got that You don't part. need to do that. Yeah. Now R- you R- just got to get it electronic right make it come to life right for us the the tricky part is how do you make this a game right so um so we've been had we've had to been very we had we've had to be very intentional about trying to uh, merge storyline with gameplay um i have so and i mentioned carlo before um he's my my chief operating officer but he's also my game designer and um it would be good to have someone that designed a lot of games before uh carlo um, is really the one that oversees all aspects of our uh, game development and production. And Matt Clark, our CTO, is also he's our lead programmer, and, and they're managing other um, aspects of our team. So we'll have we have one in development uh, that was working on animations. We've got one also working on levels, level design, environment, uh, coding, as you said, programming, making sure that the controller works with the PC, mm-hmm. uh, all the back end stuff that goes with that. Uh, but it's in Unreal Engine, and which is a um, um, an engine that was created by Epic. Um, you know, people know Fortnite and and, and those type games. So it, it's actually open to other game developers. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't give you everything. You still have to code. Right. You have to build your own code. But they also give you assets and what they call blueprints to help you kind of map that out. So that helps us start. Really, um, you know, our initial uh, planning process, and then, but it's very, it, it's not, it's not for someone who's a hobbyist. I mean, there's plenty of them that are doing that and trying, but if you look into this engine, we kind of joke around it. It's like a step below, you know, NASA. Right, I mean, right. Yeah, you know, there's there's artificial intelligence. Yeah, you're trying to you teach. You're trying to teach. Um, you know, um, what we call an NPC, a non-player character, uh, it could be a townsperson or a soldier. How to operate you know once they react once they react to what david's doing and vision sight so we have stealth in the game um we've got a lot of different features combat that we're still working on i think we're getting very very close but they work it works um doesn't work maybe necessarily as good as we'd like for it to but it's it's a it's a process that we're continuing to do Mm -hmm. well i want to ask you about this so on on september 22 uh, you launched the very first episode, I guess we'd say episode one, 
of David and, and his first adventure. So people that are watching this or listening to this, where is it? How can I get it? Are we to that point now? Tell tell me about episode one. Yes, and it's part of a larger game, uh, the anointed um, Heart of David that we plan to launch for November of next year. But this first episode is located on Steam platform. And if you're not familiar with Steam, uh, it is a it's like iTunes for the gaming world. Um, you can <laughs> you can download. Uh, uh, you can pay for games, or you can do it, you know, free of charge. We're a free to play game, uh, but so it is free right now. It's it, it will always be free. It'll always be free. always be free. Okay. We don't ever intend to charge for this. Um, but there's this is eye opening. 160 million monthly active users on Steam worldwide. So when we launched David Saves Kila um, into the gaming community, we got over a million impressions within the first few first month, uh, 90,000 store page visits. We've got 12,000 library installs and we've already had about 1500 play it, but it's not a church community. I mean, these are people that are just want to play video games. So it's a great platform for us to try to take God's word sure. to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we haven't really engaged the church yet. Now there are going to be Christians on there playing games, but for us in development, it's a great way to distribute a game, uh, I hope down the road that we can go to consoles, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, and others, just so we can get it in more hands. Yeah, so why did you pick David C- Saves Keela? Yeah, David Saves Keela we thought was just a really good opportunity for gameplay, but we love the story behind it. You've got a, you've got a, you've got a, a guy, our hero David, who is running for his life from Saul, yeah. his father-in-law, <laughs> yeah. above all things, who's afraid that he's going to take his throne. And in the midst of all that in the wilderness, he's he's notified that the people of Keilah are uh, being uh, challenged by the Philistines. They're looting the threshing floors and taking the livestock. And so he's faced with that choice. And I love that story about prayer, yeah. about focus, uh, leadership. So there's a great qualities there that we can teach players. But at the same time, we love the story because here you've got a guy who goes and saves the town and ultimately is ready to turn him into Saul because Saul finds out he's there. Right. So I, I just I just love the story of service, you know, especially at our weakest moments. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And David knows if he takes this on, hiding from Saul is now over. Right. Because he, he everybody he's be in the open. Yeah. Right. He's, he's back. Yeah. It, it, and he's got only one place to go back in the wilderness. Right. Yeah. So we chose that from for a couple of different reasons, but it, like I said, it is an episode. And so when we and I know we're talking about David says Kilo, but we plan on launching our second episode, Saul resents David in April. And when they see that menu, they'll actually see Heart of David. That's got all twelve levels. The only thing is, we're going to open up. We'll have David saves Kilo opened up, and we'll have Saul resents David opened up for them to play. But they'll see the full game that we plan to launch uh, in November. Okay, so see, I don't understand how that'll work. So they they're going to get to play a couple of episodes, yep. but at the same time, they'll start seeing mm-hmm. the entire game, and that looks like that's maybe November. The no- entire game will be November. So we've been working on it for a couple of years, but our systems, you know, David saves Keila has allowed us to do better on uh, enhancing our systems for the full game. Drayton, uh, you said that the games were going to be free and opened up. I've heard that term. Uh, now, how are you guys going to pay the power bill? How's this going to work? Yeah, right. Right now, it's fundraising, and a lot of it's been privately. Um, we're looking at for looking at strategic partnerships. Uh, obviously, those that are interested in Bible literacy, spiritual engagement. Um, so, you know, as a nonprofit, I just felt strongly that 
you know, we didn't want to try to charge for this game. Um, I mean, it's God's word. I didn't come up with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, but it's, it's just, we want it to be a gift. I mean, Christ, he's given us so much. Um, he's given me the gift of salvation. He's turned my life around. He's, he's done the same with our team. We want the same people to just benefit from his word and the wisdom that comes from that. And so if we can help lead uh, in that direction, we hope other people in the marketplace are, you know, if they're called and they feel like they're trying to discover their purpose, that they don't, they don't they need to be afraid. God's got something great in store for them. Uh, I just hope they'll open their hearts to them too as well. So well, do, you, do you do fundraisers or yeah. if well, people are interested in helping, should they contact you at the website? Yeah, How do they do that? They can do that on the website. Um, we have a donation page. We're all we're working on our funding sheets right now, um, and so we're going to start doing some fundraising and some campaigning next next year. But we wanted to, to build an audience, and we know something like this that's really transformational is going to take time for people to digest. Um, but at the end of the day, yes, we need, we need support. We need, um, we've got people that we'd like to bring in more full time. We've got others that we need help with certain aspects of development. Outreach is huge. Um, I'm currently starting to raise money right now. I like to bring in a ministry director and a, and a communications director. So we want to grow our team, um, to assist churches. Uh, that's why we're doing this. We want them to know not only the churches, but parents and gamers that we're fighting for them. Yeah. Um, we want to, they, they're, they're established to equip us, but also we should be there to equip them and help give them the tools that they need to reach the next generation. All right, we'll come back. We'll finish up our podcast with one final segment with Drayton Cosby when Rick and Bubba University, the podcast continues. So Bubba, everybody's looking for gift ideas right now. And here is a really good one. And that's Raycon's wireless earbuds, headphones, and speakers. They got premium sound. We all love them. We all have them. Uh, they got useful features and almost custom comfortable fit, uh, which I, I know can be annoying with all the other brands, and, and up to 54 hours of battery life. Now, anyone you gift, uh, you know, the gift of Raycons, uh, are they going to find use for them right away? Whether they, you know, use the speakers to start, you know, you know, listening to music in the house, or maybe they're going to escape uh, and go off on their self. I mean, with their own, and hear the they get the earbuds, put it in there, and they've got time to meditate, listen to what they want to. Rick and Bubba archives would yep, be a perfect, great thing perfect. to listen to, or maybe your favorite music. So here's what you need to do: Raycon is going to make what can be a stressful. Let's not have a stressful time of year. Uh, if you want an easy way to find everyone a gift, use the Raycon Holiday Gift Guides. They got them. And for this next month, Raycon uh, is going to count down to Christmas. And what they're going to do, Bubba, there's going to be a new pop-up flash deal for you to take advantage of every single day. So you can go find them at stores. Kohl's has got it. Walmart's got them. But I'm going to tell you, going to buyraycon.com slash Pod is much simpler. And you don't have to deal with all the stress out there. Buyraycon.com slash Pod. Now, here's what we're going to get you. Free shipping, free returns, uh, buy now, pay later options, plus a 30-day happiness guarantee. We're going to get you 15% off as well, site-wide. Buyraycon.com slash Pod. Put all that together. 15% off site-wide with the code HOLIDAY. That's the code for the Christmas specials. HOLIDAY. And we'll also throw in free shipping. That's the code HOLIDAY at buyraycon.com slash rickbubbapod, 15% off your Raycon purchase, buyraycon.com slash rickbubbapod. So Rick and Bubba University wrapping up another one. We've got a few more minutes. 
Drayton Cosby is our guest. So let's talk about the website, imdinteractive.org. imdinteractive.org. This is where I can go and find out if I want to partner with what you guys are doing. Um, I'd like to, can I find out how to go get episode one and, and is everything I need there at that website? Yes, sir. It, um, what we'd ask people to do is, is subscribe to keep up with us for our updates, okay. but we've have a, a resources page for churches that already has lesson plans and study guides, uh, for, uh, for them in this first game. So we, that, that includes handouts. Um, uh, like I said, it could be a small group leader or youth pastor, uh, they can go to our games page, and they could uh, go to our Anointed Game website just to learn about our plans for the future. And there's also a, another link for David Saves Kila. So if, if they go to David Saves Kila, it'll take them directly to the Steam Store page. But we're asking people just to subscribe uh, just so they can keep up with what we're doing on and in, in the development of our progress. So uh, we talked about you certainly are doing fundraisers, so this game can be free for everybody, and there's there's different ways you can do that. You can find that out, too. You started launching it to just gamers, and, right. and, and, and you, you're getting feedback on that. Do you have a plan to engage, say, the local youth pastor or somebody in the church and say, hey, we can come along and give you some materials as well and, and maybe get some of the churches to look at this also as an, as an outreach? Yes, and that that's where we are right now, Rick. We'd like, to, we'd like to talk with churches that are interested in. I think part of this, too, for us, because when we get to Heart of David, you're talking about a 12- to 14-hour game and 12 levels, and so it could be as many as six months' worth of content. So for us now, doing a smaller piece allows us to um, control it a little bit better, get feedback, uh, from our first few lessons. So I think part of this process with the churches, though, is learning from them. How can they teach us to get better? At the same time, knowing these resources available, we can work together to reach kids. So that's where we are now, and I think that's what we're doing. That's And I appreciate you all helping me launch that today. No, um, I love this video. Well, I, I, again, it's a solution because I, I think, you know, we, we even talk we talk about it quite a bit, that some of this gaming stuff, and, and it's just pulled – people into this um, this this fake world, which at times there's nothing wrong with imagination, there's nothing wrong with, with that, but but the images that they're seeing and the storylines that they're seeing, and none of these people care about their well-being. They care about trying to feed them what they appear to want so they can monetize it. Well, well how about this? Sometimes if if, if I'm, you know, what what my flesh may want is is not what I need. <laughs> if I did, yeah. Rick, if I went by that, I'd eat brownies for every meal. <laughs> right. Yeah, me well, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and so it's the, we under we, you can say games, 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 or you can redeem games and and use it for use that same skill for something positive. And another thing I think that we need to be aware of those of you that are watching this or listening to this that may be people of faith, I, I think it's going to be a great game for you, even if you don't believe what we believe. You know, it's still going to be uh, an outstanding game that hopefully maybe can teach you more about what we believe. But um, these incredible historical events that are in Scripture. But I think while we we need to kind of keep it and support projects like what you're doing, we saw it with the movie Exodus. We saw it with the movie Noah. If you guys start doing well and they see there's an audience there, they'll also start trying to make (laughs) games that have (laughs) biblical stories in it too. But the problem is – their theology may be all wrong, they, they, you know, and, and now they're now they're actually taking the Bible and they're giving a version of it that's not true. Yeah, I've thought about that too, Rick. And yeah. you know, hopefully, if that were to happen, we would have enough of a presence to to be able to hold them accountable. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, Drayton, you, you know what you're doing, too, and it's funny. I've told the story on the air before. It, it's, a, it's a lot like the, uh, the young man who was about to become a pastor for the first time, and mm-hmm. he was talking to the, to the uh, guy who had been a pastor for 25 years, and he was asking him some questions, trying to you know, kind of go to school on his experience. And he said, uh, how do you feel or how do you handle someone wanting to tithe off winning the lottery? Mm-hmm. And the older pastor thought for just a minute, and he gave, I thought, some very wise advice to the young pastor. He said, the way I see it, the devil's had that money long enough. I've, <laughs> I've heard that before, too. <laughs> and, he, and he said these video games. You know, Adler is showing it here on the— I mean, it's really some great graphics. Yeah, if you're watching uh, the podcast, you can see, and that was one of the things that I know you were concerned about, does it hold up to what else is out there? And— uh that really looks big time. I mean, yeah. I, I know that you're saying you all want to keep getting better, but and I mean that that looks pretty good. And they'll see they'll see a dramatic improvements for the next game too. Yeah, um, but so, I mean, where mm-hmm. you are right now is not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it's a it's an interesting industry. We're in a highly criticized industry. Um, oh, I people bet. are very critical. It'll probably be one of the most criticized ministries you can find <laughs> no yeah because everybody but, talks about you couldn't do that well, they didn't like you didn't do this right and like the way you did yeah that. or they don't want to read you know i felt like they got they got cheated into reading the bible and the other ones that want bible say that it's not bible enough for them so we run into well, that we're familiar say, with that welcome to the rick and bubba show <laughs> yeah glad uh, to be here yeah but you know what you yeah. got to do what you've been talented to do right and move forward with it and try to uh glorify god in everything you do and you know the critics can, uh, it just falls where it does. Right. You know, you got to do what you got to do, and it's the audience of one. Amen. It really is. And, and yes, sir. And, and if I could just say one thing with the anointed, we want people to understand really what that means. Um, you know, if you look back to David's time, the anointing was really reserved for kings and priests. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that. You know, um, Solomon got his wisdom. We know Samson had his strength, right? We know that the Spirit of the Lord came on them powerfully. And so we want them to know 1 Corinthians um, 2, I'm sorry, um, uh, 1 21, 22 tells us that when we receive Christ, that he actually, after we're anointed in the Spirit, and he seals us, he has an ownership on us. And we can we have all those same things that are reserved in us, and uh, it's requ- it's it's just meant for the requirement that are days to come. And so we Amen. we just want people to understand that, and we think we can do that with David's story. He's look, and we're going to come back. And people are going to tell us it's false, but the amount of patience, uh, the amount how he sought God's justice, um, his leadership qualities, you know, really the only one that I guess we could find that was seen as a man seeking God's own heart, like that's what we want to try to relate to, especially young people. Um, but you know, it's interesting. The average gamer, if you look at the stats, is thirty-five years old. Yeah, has kids, and you know, <laughs> but it's their way. It's their way of getting away. Like for us that watch movies at night, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's hard to criticize that. It's just the way they do it. Drayton, so. thanks for being with us. Uh, the, the website is imdinteractive.org to find out everything. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah, and I'm so glad uh, that we had this time together. And thank you and thanks to all of you for being with us on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. <laughs>